This program is intended for mature audiences only. Welcome to the Expanded Lovemaking Show. I'm your host, Dr. Patty Taylor of ExpandedLovemaking.com, and I teach you how to make exquisite love. This is part two of a two-part show. Today, we're talking about becoming multi-orgasmic. So imagine having practical tools to create not only a joyful, pleasure-filled, awakened life, but in addition, becoming multi-orgasmic. Well, that's our topic for today. So I really want to welcome you back, Crystal. Hi, Patty. I'm happy to be back. Yes, so we are talking with Crystal Dawn Morris, and um, for those of you just hopping on, she's a certified skydancing tantra teacher, as well as a training, uh, she trains other tantra teachers and is a registered nurse, a reiki master, and so much more. She has over 20 years experience, and we have already been talking about awakening to full body orgasm. So let's just kind of proceed from there. Um, is there anything else we want to complete on with awakening to full body orgasm, or do you want to maybe just start with telling us briefly what is a full body orgasm? Yes, the full body orgasm is really about how do you take that sexual energy that we experience, you know, many people experience when they're having orgasm, that's kind of generally concentrated in the genitals and maybe into the belly and maybe the upper thighs, and how do we begin to allow that energy to spread throughout our entire body um, when we're making love. But also, the full body orgasm can be experienced outside of a sexual context, so we can learn how to have that kind of ecstatic bliss in our lives all the time. So we can learn how to feel that, that kind of subtle uh, vibration, um, pulsation in our bodies just as we're walking around, you know, doing our daily tasks and how to live an ecstatic life. Okay, now is this process then that sounds like that's pretty much the same for men and women where where everything we've talked about so far. Yes, I would say yeah, I'd say this three I would say the full body orgasm process is pretty similar for both men and women um as far as getting that energy moving throughout the body. Yes. So now I'd like to, to find out, it's probably going to be a little different, how a man and a woman could become multi-orgasmic. So let's just start with the women. What would be the, the path? So one of the things with becoming multi-orgasmic that's important and that uh, that's part of the trainings that I've taken with Margo and on uh, in the sky dancing trainings is that is there's the aspect of healing any wounds that we may be carrying in our body. Uh, with what we call pelvic healing or pelvic release work, and especially if, if women have had sexual abuse or, um, or if they've had they have a history of painful periods or if they've had traumatic childbirth or even even a non-traumatic childbirth, there can be a holding of of um, you know sort of a tightening of energy that can be held in the pelvis. So uh, in the book, The Art of Sexual Ecstasy, Margot does explain that whole process of doing that kind of uh, release work. And I think that is a, an important aspect because when we teach 
um, people with a full body orgasm, um, the streaming process that we talked about in the last show, and also how to learn how to be relaxed in high states of arousal. Um, once you begin doing that pelvic healing work, what happens is a lot of that work that's being held, you know, the energy that's being held in the body becomes freed up. And then that allows you to have even more access to that energy to move through the body and wanting to be, as we become multi-orgasmic. So that's, I just want to bring that out, that that's an important aspect, too, of sort of preliminary healing work to really access that, that multi-orgasmic energy. Okay, great. So is that part of, so that's become part of becoming multi-orgasmic. What would somebody do for that healing? So in that process, um, it's really about we're kind of exploring the whole genital area, exploring it externally and internally with your partner. It could be your, you know, your, your beloved. It could be uh, if you're not in a relationship, it could be a trusted. You know, you know, if you're a woman, you might want to have a girlfriend do it or a guy friend. But it could, it's basically someone that you trust that you would be willing to let them touch you in that intimate way. And really, part of that whole process is learning. Kind of, we begin with a massage to get the body relaxed and open, uh, doing a communication exercise to create that, and kind of creating the sacred space, doing the massage, and then as you're doing that uh, exploration, learning how to maintain eye contact and stay communicating about what you're feeling with your partner, Um, because when you've had trauma, one of the tendencies is for your, for uh, when that when you feel, when you know, someone's touching those areas that have been traumatized, is just kind of split off and leave your body and not be present. And that happens a lot in sex and lovemaking with people uh, often just aren't really there. You know, sometimes you're making love with someone and you can just tell they're not really there with you. You know, their body's there, but they're gone. And so that's a way of, of beginning to heal that by having them maintain that eye contact and tell you, oh, I'm noticing that's really tight there and how, helping them to breathe into it and use all the tools we talked about in the last show, the sound, the breath, and the movement to kind of help that energy get released and get flowing. So um, in addition to trauma like child abuse or <clears throat> sort of like that, is it is it possible to feel a trauma just from being shut down or you had a bad day at work and it kind of seeps into your uh, sexuality and it, you know so I'm just saying I mean once you heal your um, your childhood is it possible that you just have ongoing traumas even if it, your partner didn't give them to you well I mean the belly is the emotional body so you know anytime you have any kind of emotional trauma whether you know it, that gets stored into the belly which is uh, for women especially that's where our uterus is so that's very connected to our sexuality okay so this could be an ongoing process Yes, that, but, yeah. but I would say the other thing is also true that for some women um, and men, is it possible that once they clear this out, they're done, they're through, and they just go on and be multi-orgasmic and never look back? I mean, does that also happen? Yeah. I mean, it can be. I, I would say Margot suggests that you do that practice ten times. I don't know too many people who have actually done it ten times. <laughs> about six times. But, but, I mean, I would say periodically you could do it just to see if there's anything there or if you notice suddenly your body's getting more shut down. I think sometimes when women are going through menopause, there's a shift in, the, in how their body responds sexually. And so there might be, you know, that might be, you know, or if there's something going on in your relationship or if you start a new relationship or maybe you're just developing trust, 
these can be a good times to explore that. And, and it's really um, the point of doing that pelvic release and the pelvic healing is not to necessarily get somebody turned on, although sometimes that happens, but it's more about really exploring the whole external and internal pelvis and even the rectum area to help release any tight blocks. And it's done with a sort of methodically and maintaining that eye contact and communication, both for men and for women. Um, you know, it's helpful. And it, sometimes it has to do with like falling on a bicycle or, you know, a horse being, you know, on a horse or, you know, it can be other things besides um, sexual abuse or rape or those types of things, or even having had a bad sexual experience with a lover who wasn't very, you know, present or thoughtful. That's true. And, hey, everybody checks out every now and then, right? Right. Yeah. And, I mean, and I think, you know, I mean, I think part of life is, you know, stuff happens. So, you know, we, we and we hold these kind of experiences in our tissues. And so we want to just get that pelvis open and, and uh, you know, trusting and present and in our bodies really connecting to our whole body and getting connected to that part of our body, which often people have been guarding or holding. Um, and I find men often have a lot of tension in, the, in, their, in their butt cheeks and in their rectum where they've just been holding, you know, as a way of kind of control or not, you know, wanting to feel their feelings. So it's really helpful for men and also doing prostate massage and all that is included as well for the men, which is a little different for the women. Well, I love that you brought that up because um, there's a lot of places on a man. I mean, obviously, internally, the prostate, but even just the thighs, the groin, the abdomen for the butt cheeks for a man, you know, can hold a lot of that tension. Absolutely. And it's really helpful when you work with a part, you know, when you work with each other in that way, because you're taking a little bit out of the sexual context to really get to know each other's anatomy and to know your body and to have a kind of a different relationship with each other. And then once you have gotten, you know, you've done that process, when you go into the doing the multi-orgasmic response, so for women, um, we have the possibility of having, you know, we have the clitoral area, the external genitals and that clitoral um, um the area that's so sensitive around the clitoris, that's um, where often women are, that's where many women have their orgasms is the clitoris. But then there's also the area within the vagina having a vaginal orgasm and even the the cervix, the cervical orgasm. So um, it's kind of, and when you're doing the multi-orgasmic response process, there, uh, you're really, again, we start with a creating a sacred space and doing a communication and then doing massage to get the person sort of open and present. Um, if there's tension, you know, it's good to bring in humor. And then once they're ready to receive that, again, it's a lot about communication, good eye contact, good communication, finding out what feels good for them, exploring the external, you know, for a woman, exploring the external genitals, finding out what trying different uh, ways of stimulating the cervix, I mean, the, the clitoris to get it, you know, to get them turned on. Um, and for and that can be a very educational process with your partner to find out exactly what you like and exactly how you like it. And, uh, and men and women are pretty different in that way. Generally, women want something, once you find the right move, they don't want you to stop. They want you to keep doing that move for a while. Um, and men often like things to be changed up frequently. Well, okay, so I, I want to uh, follow up. Uh, with, we'll start with the women, but first we need to take a break. This is Dr. Patty Taylor, and we're talking to Crystal Dawn Morris. 
And you can learn more about her at tantraforawakening.com. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Patty Taylor, creator of a brand new system called Expand Her Orgasm Tonight, the 21-day program for partners. Discover your hidden abilities to take your sex and love life to the next level and beyond. Check out my program at expandherorgasmtonight.com. Get my free mini course and three free expanded orgasm guides at expandherorgasmtonight.com. I guarantee your satisfaction. This is Dr. Patty Taylor. We're talking to Crystal Dawn Morris about becoming multi-orgasmic. So there we were with the woman, and you were, we were exploring her clitoris, and she was going, "Don't stop! Don't stop!" So uh, how does how do you go from having one orgasm then to being multi-orgasmic? So so in this whole process, part of the practice is is how do you get right up to the edge of of just almost ready to come, and then how do you like let the energy you know, soften again again a little bit or to relax the whole body and give that opportunity for that orgasmic energy that's maybe still a lot around the genitals to begin to spread through the body and then to begin stimulating again. And, of course, for women... If we have a genital orgasm, that's okay because we can have more than, you know, we can have multiple genital orgasms and we can keep going. Uh, so it's a little bit different when you're doing it with men and women. So, um, so with women, it's not so important if they actually have that genital orgasm. But the idea is to learn how to contain huge amounts of orgasmic energy without having that genital orgasm and to let that energy keep moving through your whole body till your whole body is just vibrating, you know, all the way from your toes to the tip of your head. And actually, my experience is it goes beyond the body. You know, the whole energetic field around your body it starts vibrating. So that sounds really hot. And I want to really zero in on your word contain because to me that sounds like the key uh, thing here that women need to learn how to do. So can you expand a little bit on how does a woman contain that energy? Right. I think, yeah, I think uh, there is a tendency often when we get close to having an orgasm that we just want to go for it, right? And we want to have it and, we, and uh, you know, we release with... How we, you know, we release through the genitals or we release with a lot of sound and we, you know, let it go off. And, uh, and so there's that sense of releasing. It, when you're containing the energy, the idea is becoming a bigger container. That's how I see it. I kind of see it like the cauldron sort of metaphor is what I like. But so imagining that I'm this cauldron. And so, so a lot of people are making love and they're, and they're really making love in a teacup, you might say. And so, you have a choice between your lovemaking being, you know, your orgasmic energy being the size of a teacup versus the size of a cauldron that could fill your living room, say. Oh, I like that. So how do we become the size of Dodger Stadium? Yeah, exactly. So that's when you do this practice. So the more often you're doing it, the more you learn how to keep expanding that container. So as that person is stimulating the clitoris, and then you're beginning, you know, you let that energy begin to flow, and you're feeling that you're ready to have that genital orgasm from your clitoris. And rather than actually going over and having the orgasm, you kind of stop you have them slow down, you, you let your whole body, because our tendency is when we get close to orgasm, right, the body tightens up, 
and we're, you know, we're holding it, we're holding it, and then we just let it go. And so in this case, instead of doing that, we relax the whole entire body, and we allow the energy, and you can even use your hands to kind of spread that energy up through the torso and the head and down the legs, and your partner can help you with that. And, your whole, and you let the whole body relax, and that allows the um, ecstatic energy to spread through the whole body. And then you begin again. And so and then you may want to go inside and do G-spot massage, um, whatever, you know, the woman's preference is try different strokes. Again, bringing it to the next time when you start getting to the coast, you're almost ready to have that orgasm. And again, relax. And doing this till you keep, you know, the tendency in the West is, you know, you just build to the, you know, you have a quick acceleration to the top of the mountain and then a quick drop off. And that's your orgasm. You know, I love what you're saying um, because it almost, to me, it's like very, very basic and fundamental uh, about how to just become multi-orgasmic. And it's just, it's so precious and beautiful just the way you described that. I, I'm just like, wow. You know, I, I think, I hope people go back and just rewind this section and, and listen to it again. And and I, I just want to say that I, I've noticed that a lot of women or men write me and they go, my partner is too sensitive or comes too soon or I, I can't get her to uh, become multi-orgasmic because it starts to hurt her. Or, you know, I think there's so many ways that uh, we psychologically uh, avoid becoming multi-orgasmic or put it off. And so what you're speaking to is really uh, just through the relaxation, um, getting very intimate with your own process and looking at how can I relax, whatever it is that's stopping me from, from going on. And probably the man and the woman need to experiment with that. Yeah, and exactly, and it does change. You know, every time you do this, this process, it's going to be a different experience. Um, and and so then, you know, what we want to do in the multi-orgasm response, rather than having that quick peak and drop off, is we want to have it be more like a more like a, a step pyramid. So you go up the step, and then you you know you build that first orgasm, and then you let it level off. You build to the next orga- you know, until you get to almost to that next orgasm, and you let it level off. You build, and you keep going up and up and up and up and up and up. And up and you know, as long as you, how much time you have to keep going, right? Now, now women can actually go over the edge and, and keep doing that pyramid, right? That's true. They can do it. That's the difference between the man and the woman is that they can keep building, and even if they do have the genital orgasm, you can keep going. And um, and it is a lot of the, if if uh, they if the issue is the woman starts having pain, then that again might be she needs to go back to doing some of that pelvic release work. And noticing, or you know, sometimes it's how the type of stimulation or not having the proper lubricants and those kind of things. Right. Well, I think you've painted a fabulous picture of of the process for women. Um, let's turn to the men. What's what's that going to be like? So for the men, it's a little bit different because most men are under the impression that they they're going to get you know they're going to get their, turned on and then they're going to have an ejaculation and then that's it. And, you know, then they have to wait. You know, if I mean, if they're 18, maybe they can wait a half an hour, 15 minutes and get hard again. But, you know, if they're 45, maybe they got to wait an hour or two hours or, you know, depending. Or maybe they got, some people might need to wait to the next day. So what we learn for the men to learn how to have that ejaculatory control or ejaculatory choice, some people forget that, that um, uh, wording, 
And so it's the same idea. You're doing the, you know, you begin with the, you know, the whole body or the, you know, massage, getting the whole body relaxed, getting the man kind of turned on, often like doing that streaming on him to kind of get his energy going. And then doing the different strokes, learning how to use the different strokes. And uh, there's a nice little workbook that, that uh, Margo has called the, uh, Sexual Ecstasy, the Art of Orgasm, which is all the exercises from her book called The Art of Sexual Magic, which also contains them. But it's a little workbook form that just shows you all the different strokes for men and women. So I would recommend that. And these books are all on my website under the resources page for people who don't have time to write it down or in your car or whatever listening to this. But for the men, as you're trying, you know, you're doing the different strokes, again, making eye contact, having them give you feedback. And for men, they often enjoy having those strokes changed up. So it's good to have, like, a nice repertoire of different strokes that your man uh, likes. And then as he gets close, we kind of, one way method of using that is you use a scale of like zero to ten, ten being he's orga, you know, he's having the ejaculation. And when you're first doing this, you want to stop somewhere around a seven or an eight. And, um, so when he gets really close, stop stimulating, um, and begin spreading that energy up throughout his body, up the belly, the chest, down the legs. Um, if he's really close, it can sometimes be helpful to press up on the perineum or to give the, a little bit of tension on the, scro- in on the scrotum. That'll kind of help them prevent them from ejaculating. Uh, you shouldn't quite get that close when you're first starting. And uh, and then once you know that the energy has spread out, then you can begin building you know the the sexual energy again. And again, we're going. That's the idea is for the man to learn how he can get really close to the ejaculation without ejaculating, and to learn how to spread that energy through his whole body into how to keep that going. And again, it has a lot to do with learning to use the breath the sound and the movement of the body and the pelvis to keep that energy flowing through the body. Because, again, for most men, the tendency is they get turned on, they get close, they want to have the ejaculation, they squeeze their butt, they tighten their body, and then they shoot, you know, they shoot their ejaculation versus learning how to relax, let everything go, let their whole body become relaxed, and let the energy spread. And then, again, it's just going up those steps each time, many times as as they want to do. And then at the end, it's again, it's a choice. Does the man want to ejaculate at the end or maybe he chooses not to? Um, if he's learning, if he's wanting to learn how to be really multi-orgasmic and not ejaculate whenever he has sex, then he might not choose not to have an ejaculation at all through the whole process. Or he might at the end say, hey, you know, I want to have that. Well, this is great, uh, and I always love talking about men and women having the multi-orgasms because, um, you know, when my partner is multi-orgasmic, that's such a turn-on for me, and it's like, I mean, I'm multi-orgasmic. That's no big secret, but I love it that my partner is too because sometimes, you know, I'm not in the mood or I just want to have one or I only want to have three or whatever, but when I'm done, then I take his ride, and his ride is just as much fun as mine, you know, because the giver feels what the receiver feels and vice versa. So uh, I I just really love it when men learn this process. Yeah, and I really think it really adds a lot to lovemaking when the men learn to have that ability to keep that erection going for a longer period of time and to not be afraid to stop and, you know, go into those still places and just be together, make eye contact and breathe together and let that energy expand before you get back into, you know, the thrusting type of sex. 
and it, it adds a whole other dimension that can really take you into those higher sort of tantric realms where you're really, you know, circulating the energy with your partner and moving into sort of the more mystical tantric realms. Oh, that's so beautiful. Well, we're going to take another break. This is Dr. Katty Taylor, and we're talking to Crystal Dawn Morris. And you can learn more about her at TantraForAwakening.com. And it is a really fun website with lots of articles and resources and links. And also, you're listing all your classes and just there's so much going on. So I really encourage my listeners to go check out her website. Imagine if you could become a way better lover in her eyes. Women, do you want deeper intimacy and orgasms far more intense, prolonged, and vivid than anything you've ever experienced? Expand Her Orgasm Tonight is an instantly downloadable, easy-to-learn 21-day training system for partners. Let Dr. Patty teach you the art of expanded orgasm. The genital massage techniques coupled with mind and heart opening practices will give you both full body, full being, orgasmic experiences. Then wait and see what happens. Curious? Want to expand her orgasm tonight? Oh yeah. And it's totally free to find out more. Get the three free pleasure guides plus the free orgasmic techniques mini course and when you're ready, get $100 off the original cost with promo code SAVE at expandherorgasmtonight.com. This is Dr. Patty Taylor, and we're back, and we're finding out about how to become multi-orgasmic. So, um, Crystal, can you give us an example of uh, a, a man or a woman or a couple that put some of these practices to use and what happened or how long it took or was it instant or, you know, like that? Yeah, I think it varies a lot depending on people's, you know, I think um, for some people, depending on, your, you know, how you were raised, uh, if you, you know, and how comfortable you are with your sexuality, it may take you know doing this practice several times uh, to, before you really you know feel like you're getting into that multi-orgasmic experience. For other people, it may be the first time they do it that they're all of a sudden you know it's just really comes easy and natural. I think the important thing is not to compare your experience to somebody else's, but to really allow yourself to have your own process. And um, and if you have a partner who's maybe done something like this with another partner, it's important for them not to be comparing you to somebody that in, you know else. Um, and it, it does vary widely. But I think anyone who's doing this practice will have an experience of having feeling uh, an expansion of their uh, their orgasmic energy. So it's the process that counts wherever you're at. Yeah, and I think also it's really a way of building trust with your partner and deepening the intimacy and feeling a deeper connection. And um, and even, um, you know, occasionally um, men don't always even have an erection when you're doing this process the first time. They may be really self-conscious. So I just want to say to men out there who, you know, if you do this with your partner and you have, hard time getting, have a hard time getting an erection... Um, that, that that's okay. The other man doesn't even have to have an erection to go through this process. So um, to be aware that that can happen um, and learning how to just, how can I feel my orgasmic energy with or without an erection? Because sometimes that will happen 
um, and to learn that you can have that pleasure and that still feel that orgasmic energy even if you don't have a heart on or a full erection, you know, partial erection. Uh, especially for older, you know, older men or if men are having issues with ED, um, that it's okay. And you can still be learning how to feel, um, you know, that ecstatic energy. Partly what you're doing when you're re- in the receiving mode is being a little bit more in your feminine, in, you know, in what we might call the feminine energy, the receptive energy. So it is a bit different for men to, to be in that, and often they'll feel kind of vulnerable. And so they may, you know, it may be a kind of a new experience for them. And so to really hold space for that. Okay, so um, I'm going to just leap from there to a slightly larger question. You teach Tantra. Do you think that when people learn these tantric principles that it's really changing our planet or helping to transform it? Yeah, I do. I really, because what I see is I think it really changes people's, um, I think it, I think ultimately Tantra is about changing, our, you know, changing our consciousness. I don't know if we're changing it, but it's awakening our awareness of our consciousness, of our true nature, of, of feeling, expanding our sense of, know, of who we are, recognizing our connection to the world around us, to other people, to to even, um, you know, one of the first things I teach people is how to do the heart salutation where you're kind of, you know, pointing your fingers to the earth and inhaling up to your heart and bowing as you make eye contact with your partner. And we say namaste, which means I see the divine in you as a reflection of the divine in myself. And I think on that level, it's you beginning to recognize that we're really all divine energy and form and that we're really all connected. And on that level, you know, I mean, when you really start to get that on a, on a deep level, you know, it makes it, it makes it harder to treat people insensitively, to think about being in war, to want to take advantage of other people. You want to, you know, you want to, you're coming from a more heart place, from a more a conscious place. So it starts with every one of us. Yeah, absolutely. what you're saying. And also a big part of what I teach, in the, especially in the first level, for, uh, is around communication and how to really learn how to communicate in a conscious and aware way and to learn how to notice when we're, you know, to take back our own projections and to be responsible for our own feelings. And, I mean, on that level, that's a huge thing as people learn how to communicate, um, you know, in a more honest and authentic way and how to be more truthful and more trusting. Well, that's very inspiring, and I think it does start with each of us. And in a very interesting win-win way, as we do that, it helps each of us become multi-orgasmic and transform the planet, from what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, absolutely. All at once. A lot a lot there. So we're going to close up the show pretty soon. I'd like to just hear a little bit about you personally, uh, Crystal. What are your plans for, you know, your own business? What is your own vision well, I'm uh, right now. I, I have a. I, my, I'm very excited about this tantra teachers training that I've developed. It's called the Art and Business of Teaching Tantra, and I really, uh, you know, it's kind of my idea is to really help mentor people into becoming tantra teachers. So they go through my classes and see how I teach. They learn how to teach the material, and then I help them when they go back into creating tantra community where they live and how to kind of 
reach out and network and do some of the marketing side so that people can find out they're there um, and how to really begin to live Tantra. I think ultimately that's the important thing. It's not that it's become something that you do, but it's something that you are. And I think we all are Tantric naturally, and it's just the beginning of, uh, you know, learning to remember who we truly are, like you were saying at the beginning of the show, you know, remembering our true nature as divine beings. Um, also, I'm going to be doing um, some more uh, some teleseminars and uh, maybe getting into doing some kind of similar thing like this, podcasting or radio uh, around uh, talking about goddess issues. And um love doing my workshops, love doing the coaching, um, Hope to see continue to see these all these things expand. I've been I was uh, I teach taught last year in Toronto and I'll be teaching there again in June. Um, and I love to travel. So if anyone's listening to this and would like to have me come and teach some tantra in your community, please get in touch with me at crystal at tantraforawakening dot com. Um, the email address is on my website. And I just wanted to help, you know, see the world become more ecstatic, more connected, and people to really uh, move beyond differences and to see, you know, our commonalities, to recognize our divine selves in each other and in our, you know, within each of us, and to learn how to just really be present and come from that place of love. Well, I really shows with our uh, talking today. You've been so explicit and helpful and inspiring. And I love that you're teaching Tantra teachers because there's not that many people out there that are actually teaching teachers. So, you know, you're kind of having a multiplier effect out there when you do this, right? Because each one of them can go sort of spread the word. Exactly. That was my, that was really my inspiration is that I realized, you know, I want, I want like, uh, I was thinking back to years ago, well, many years ago when we, it was hard to find a latte or a, an espresso. <laughs> you had to go to Berkeley or someplace, you know, just a few places had those. And now, you know, we have Starbucks everywhere. We have coffee houses everywhere. Same thing with yoga. You know, it used to be hard to find yoga and now it's everywhere. Well, I really want to see Tantra. I would like to see Tantra in every town. I would like to see it be a household word. I'd like every, every to know how to really feel that ecstatic energy and connect and and to be you know to know how to live in bliss and how to have beautiful blissful relationships i love that little storefront with tantra uh, honey would you like some coffee no i'm just going to go and have some tantra here for about half an hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> do some streaming for 20 minutes right. yeah i even have this image of tantric you know instead of having bars with alcohol you just have bars with you would have places where people will gather and they just do streaming ecstatic you know dance and oxygen, you know, take a few oxygen hits and get out there and awakening all their chakras. <laughs> I love that. With, with little uh, harem nests in, in various places just in case you get too turned on, right? <laughs> ah, yeah, that's another aspect. <laughs> well, that's perfect. Well, we are going to bring this show to a close. Um, it's been very, very fun. Um, I'd like to invite you to just leave us with an inspiring thought for the rest of our day. Well, I would just like to say that, you know, life is short, so just love every moment. Whatever's coming up in your life, let your heart open, be present, and enjoy what's arising. And because uh, it's all life, it's all love. Wow. Well, I'm inspired totally. I'm going to go stream and rock my pelvis. Thank you so much for bring, being on our show today. Well, thank you, Patty. And uh, much abundance and love in your life. 
Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes, and be multi-orgasmic. You're welcome. Okay. That brings us to the end of our show. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Please send me email to patty at personallifemedia.com. For text and transcripts of this show and other shows on our network, please visit personallifemedia.com. And so this is your host, Dr. Patty Taylor. That's all for now. I remain yours in ever-expanding lovemaking, and I'll see you next week. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.